Hello, beautiful listeners. I am so happy that you are here, present, watching this or listening to it. I have somebody that is so special to me. She is my friend. She has so much, I would say, ancient wisdom, spiritual wisdom, and she's just overall a powerful divine woman so it was only right to have her here on the podcast and yes this is my beautiful friend Chelsea who is let us know who you are (laughs) (laughs) hi (laughs) thank you for having me I'm so excited we've been talking about this for a while um, I'm Chelsea. I am, I also go by Hathor, um, like the goddess Hathor, Egyptian. Mm. We'll get more into that later. Um, <laughs> for <Yes>. sure. Um, <laughs> and I am a multidimensional, um, being. I channel light language, extra dimensional beings. Um, and I, I like to um, refer to myself as like an ascension guide or like a facilitator because um, healer doesn't resonate with me anymore. We've kind of talked about that a a bit already. Um, So I like to guide and help people discover their personal power. And a lot of what I do goes through the sacral and like the lower chakras and just helping people discover... um, that through their feelings and emotions and through their like struggle and their inner child that they can heal through the past to really go forward and be present which is it's so beautiful our story how we met because where I was before I met Chelsea I just I felt like I was aware of chakras, and I read a book. It's from Joe Dispenza, um, Becoming Supernatural, and he talks about how the there are seven chakras, but it's always the first three that everyone is stuck on, Mm -hmm. and that no one like majority of population is just they can't even get past the root chakra. So imagine like we're all here trying to find joy and feel whole, but it's those blockages in those first three that really like stop you from experiencing the other, which yeah. is more in tuned with spirit yes. guides, uh, <laughs> extra dimensional <laughs> beings, like everything that's not physical in this physical realm essentially yeah. is like what you're channeling source energy, things like that. But the reason why the, the lower chakras in general um, are so hard is because those are the ones that are the physical realm chakras, right? Your Mm -hmm. solar plexus, like your sacral, your root, and then like you even have lower chakras than the root, like around the knees, like you have a chakra system there. And then you have um, another around the ankles. So like you could, yeah, you could have like, we really have like 13 chakras and it expands Mm -hmm. from that. Like if you look at your crystal light body, you know, Mm -hmm. which is like your etherical body, essentially Mm -hmm. like your higher self body, your goddess body, God body. Yes. (laughs) 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 Um, But they like you could just be getting tripped up at the ankle and not necessarily at the root. You know, Mm. so that could be like a a stopper for your energy. Right. 
But when you look at those lower chakras, you want to like open them and expand them because that's where Kundalini comes from, you know. And we've worked a lot with Kundalini yes, together we too. Have. Um, but your root chakra is where the Kundalini energy lies, so that is like your biggest battle right there, mm-hmm. is that Kundalini. But what also people don't talk about with the Kundalini either is like. You could have it open at the root, but as soon as it gets up to your throat and that's blocked, your energy is just moving from root to throat, root to throat, and it's not capable of going up. So it really has to be like a clear moving system. Um, So if your lower chakras are off, but you are somebody that channels, Mm -hmm. you're not even reaching your fullest potential in that channeling um, because you're too in that. You don't, you're missing the balance, like the purpose of being open and clear to channel and being in Kundalini energy is that you are not only connected with the spirit realm, but you're connected with the physical realm, which is like that earth energy. Yeah, and that's what we're here for, to yeah. experience that everyone, not everyone, but most people reach a point where, what am I here for? What What am I doing this for? Or this doesn't feel like home to me. Why am I here, right? They reach that point and they want to explore every the unknown. And mm-hmm. then once you're in that and you learn about it, 12D, 5D, and just like connecting with source, then sometimes you kind of get lost in that and then you're just like, forget Earth, forget yeah. this 3D world. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> right. But then... I, I was kind of there a little bit this year, but then I was like, but Earth is so beautiful. Like, we came here to experience this, and everything that we're learning there, we got to bring it down here, because then this is what we're here for, to share our knowledge, our knowledge that we already have within, and that mm-hmm. sometimes we like books, Sometimes we it's music that we learn, but really all your wisdom I feel is already within you, and I've learned that with you yeah. especially because sometimes I'll tell you like oh I read this and you'll be like oh I I kind of knew that and then I didn't read it it just like I already knew that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and because um, <clears throat> what is the first thing you do like when you're in like the spiritual journey is you start looking outward like for things right so. Um, I know we've talked about like my journey and it really went from, I was like, so in my masculine, I was like on birth control for 13 years. I had no feelings, Mm -hmm. no emotions. Like when I wasn't just from those hormones, like I was suppressing all my feelings, numbing myself through like alcohol or through, you know, just distractions. Yeah. Right boys whatever like how can we distract ourselves as women (laughs) (laughs) right so it's just um I had to work through all of that um all of that trauma and um really you know I I never realized how much I had triggers around masculine energy Mm -hmm. until this year because I once I got off birth control like once I stopped like alcohol once I started the spiritual journey which really started through reading self-help books Mm -hmm. um and self-help books they're not like you know there's this universe and this universe they're just more like this is how to be better to yourself this is like good practices and they're all from that person's perspective 
But um, I started to get messages from my spirit guides, like as I'm going through it and as I'm growing and learning and learning these techniques when it comes to like business and self-help for your business and, and things, they were like, okay, you're done reading. <laughs> yeah. No more reading. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how am I going to learn? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, trust us. Go meditate. Ask for what you want to receive. Ask us to show you what you need to see uh, regarding, like, what's happening right now. And we'll show you the answer. Like, it's already here. You've already done this before. You've already lived this before. You mm-hmm. already know the outcome. Um, You don't need to read. You don't need to look at other people's perspectives because when you do that, you block your channel and then there's too much ego within the channel because you already have this perceived notion an idea of how it's supposed to look mm-hmm. right so <laughs> <laughs> i get like random like channels <clears throat> that um random channels that come through differently so if i went off topic at any point just <laughs> let me know <laughs> you know how i get um but we we were talking earlier about how what a lot of women right now there's well really there's a big divide right now because it's like society is telling men to be so masculine don't be any feminine don't do this don't do that or like if you are embraceive of your feminine then you're getting scrutinized and like categorized into certain ways and certain things or women look at you as down like you're not man enough for me because Mm -hmm. you are too creative or you are too expressional too emotional Mm -hmm. and that's what's given in society is that men have to be tough men have to be the provider men have to be this this and this for women so that women can be soft and and whatever that's the new thing right now yes that's what (laughs) we're hearing everywhere and (laughs) women (laughs) we're being told like you got to go to work you you need to be a boss an independent woman yes we hear that you don't need a man mm -mm. independent woman single ladies like all of these things but like look at what the people are preaching right and look at their actions in their own personal lives like Mm -hmm. it's they're feeding us a narrative but their narrative at home is like no my husband cheated on me but i'm still with him like we're working on this (laughs) we're doing that you know like it's it's this whole place where you have to find discernment with yourself to feed through the bs and i'm i'm really big on like get inspired but don't get influenced and we're we live in a culture where we get so influenced by what everyone is telling us online and like you said they're saying one thing but behind closed doors their life is so different and then Mm -hmm. some people are looking to this information or their lifestyle as like the the blueprint when they're not even living that that way truly so you kind of just get inspired and that's why connecting and knowing yourself is so important. So how did you get to that point where you trusted yourself and you kind of let go of, okay, I'm not going to read these books. I'm just going to go with what I'm feeling, what I'm channeling. And because some people sometimes will be like, oh, I'm crazy. I'm just thinking this. But how did you realize like, no, this is, this is, this is coming from like lifetimes of my, my experience. (laughs) Um, well, you know, I talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She's Uh, doing great. (laughs) I'm doing great. Okay. 
I go a mile a minute when I talk. Like recently, this is a new thing for me. Like being, I feel very grounded, grounded. right now. Yes, okay, that's what I'm getting. Um, <laughs> so usually I'm like this, 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 and um, so I've never, I, I don't feel like I've really ever been afraid to speak like what comes to me mm-hmm. what I had fear around was more speaking my emotions and feelings or like mm. not necessarily speaking those emotions and feelings but it was the reaction that would come after because I can't control that and we know that you have a lot of water energy in your astrology water. chart <laughs> and and an air Queen, every water, water air. sign is in your like heavy in your chart <laughs> and the air yeah. And that creates, what does that create? Like a hurricane sometimes. <laughs> a water spout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hurricane water spout something. Yeah. So I I just like started telling people what was happening. Um, and it was like part of that, like you're getting rejected, you know? Like, oh, really? Like that's happening to you? That hasn't happened to me before. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't resonate with that or like. You know, or it would be like, oh, you really need to read this. I'm like, I'm not being told to read that. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to look down on you because you're not book smart, but you're getting this information. So there was like a lot of different things that I've had to to work through when it comes to that. And the biggest thing is just like telling people to fuck off, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like learning that this is your truth. Like nobody can tell me I'm wrong right yeah like you may have a different perspective but this is my truth and that's how I feel and this is the emotion and I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings because I'm telling you my truth but I want you to know this is from my perspective and how I feel Mm -hmm. and what happened because when you said that this is how this happened this is what happened and this and I say it from a place of my heart now Instead of before where I'd be like, oh, my God, you da da Yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, a lot of, <laughs> I feel like I therapied myself. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think it was just, like, really trusting, like, and, and, and knowing that, like, when I'm connected with my higher self, like, that's not wrong. That's mm-hmm. not factual. Like, this is the highest purest loving vibration and when I'm here everything that's here is truthful Mm -hmm. so I don't have to be afraid to be weird or be myself um because the only person that we hurt by not speaking our truth which I talk about a lot the only person we hurt by not speaking our truth by not sharing what we're going through by not um expressing ourselves fully or authentically is ourselves because our inner child our higher self Mm -hmm. like they want to be seen even our present self they want to be seen heard and loved authentically and if we have that mask on um where we're hiding you know, the spiritual part of ourselves to Mm -hmm. make people happy or we're hiding the goofiness of ourselves to make people happy because you see the spiritual community is more refined and like chill and like whatever. Like I'm too energized for a lot of people sometimes (laughs) and that's okay. (laughs) You know, we're not going to be for everyone. No, no, we're 
not. And I think that's important to get to that place. I actually made an episode so long ago, like two years ago, and it was about how to be yourself. But it's crazy to me because I searched on Google how to be yourself, and I'm like, it's crazy that that's what people are searching. Like, what do you mean how to be yourself? Google's not, the internet is not going to tell you how to be yourself, but so many people want that and they just don't know how to. But it's like, it's just you, kind of like the conversation we had with our friend last night is like, are you doing this because you want to make someone else happy? Or like, what about your happiness? Yeah. Like, this is your life at the end of the day. So you have to stay true to you. And that's really stepping into your power. Because even like this past year, I, I know you were already in your power when I met you, but... <clears throat> But you like stepped into your authenticity even more and like yeah. look at how I just say you're this powerful being because I just feel it when I'm around you. <laughs> um, a lot of plant medicine, folks. <laughs> a lot of internal reflection, hermiting, like really being alone with myself. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, when you met me, I was working at Alta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were both days. there oh, okay and I was going through it I was like at probably at the most chaotic point in my life like I hated my life I really was just like miserable like it's crazy because I liked coming to that location because I went to different old tests but I liked going to that location because you were fun yeah you fake it till you make it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly no one's the only person that, you know, like, uh, my mood affects is me. Yeah. So why am I going to be like, oh, I hate my life, I hate my life, like, mm -hmm. and and then show up like I hate my life. That's not going to make me love my life anymore. No. <laughs> you know? So I always try to, like, now more than ever, I've realized my words are powerful. Like, what I say manifest, like, and if I say, oh, I hate this, I, I, I'm this or that, then that's what starts happening. Like, yeah, he's making my life hell. Then my life becomes hell. Or like, you know, I just instead of just being like everything's happening how it's supposed to, it's going to be resolved for itself. Like, I'm going to be OK. And at that time, like when I met you, like I my joy was being away from my home. Mm hmm. You know, I didn't exactly like my job that much. Like, I was bored. But I was like, when I saw you, I was like, yes, somebody I could talk to. That's cool. <laughs> that's, like, has a good vibe. That's not going to drain me down yeah. even further. But I really was, like, a little solitude for me. And um, I kind of just, like, I had been doing Reiki. I'd been doing mediumship. So it was like I was coming out of that box. And then me coming out of that box really um started to cause separation like in my marriage in a way because I was moving and working on myself and and bettering myself and and learning more about myself through that time and I was like met here yeah <laughs> you know and there was no involvement on that side mm -hmm. and I was just like a newlywed so like you expect to grow with your partner you expect it to advance right and 
I always said I'm never getting divorced. It's never happening. Not like I'm yeah. married for life. Like you stuck with me. And um, death do us part. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, like, wow, I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't want to go home. Mm. This, why, like, I don't feel loved. Mm-mm. Like, what is all this, like, anger, fighting, everything? And that's my human design. I realize when I'm not in alignment mm-hmm. it's frustration and yes. that's what I felt like I was walking every day of my life was just frustration and chaos and, and then you were like a ticking time bomb like oh yeah you I know that first frustra- I'm a <laughs> in human design too frustration so that that's I'm not fun to walk around like that and then to not home is where you take everything off your mask mm-hmm. that you had to put sometimes at work and to not even be comfortable there yeah to be myself it was like, um, you know, like you can't be your own self anymore, which is interesting. So that point like led me to like start, I started getting dreams of doing ayahuasca and mm-hmm. um, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to afford this, but <laughs> if that's what I'm supposed to do, God, put it in my lap, like let's make it happen. And, you know, I think being an Ulta allowed me to have my time off yeah <laughs> pay time off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um it, it that helped a lot it made me feel more secure and then like I got gifted from like one of my friends who I helped like yeah, I was so just in alignment for free and then little boom, blessings exact amount I needed for the ayahuasca part like I was like whatever I booked the trip for Peru so if anything I'm gonna be in Peru for two weeks mm-hmm. um if I don't do Aya that's okay but then that money came in for Aya and then so it just even when I got there I started getting like angel signs like bird feathers every place I walked like eleven, eleven, like you yeah. know all the signs that were telling me I'm in like in the right place like spider mm-hmm. on my pillow when I walk into the Aya retreat yeah. my grandpa like a bird in front of the door All the chirping signs. at me like I found a coin a dime and we're in Peru nobody has American money yeah on the floor in front of my bed just okay. like so many like, nothing is a coincidence nothing. Th- those were all divine messages like this is where you're supposed to be Chelsea yeah and I've you didn't know that's what I love about you is that even like this recent Egypt trip, you you just knew you had to go. You didn't know how, but you did it anyways. And a lot of people hold back from so many things because they worry about the how am I going to do it, the yeah. money part, the this part. They will find any excuse. These are excuses that we are making because you just, when the you ego. have this feeling, which I wanted to talk about this feeling because we always get feelings, but like where. When you're talking with someone logical, they're like, well, what if these feelings don't mean anything? But these feelings come from, I would say, like your sacral. Can you touch on like being in tune with your sacral and having that like open and Mm, connected to it? So with the sacral is such a sacred chakra. (laughs) It's such a beautiful chakra. And I really thoroughly enjoy working with that chakra system. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely identify, like, I don't like labels that much, but I definitely (laughs) identify as a divine feminine. Mm -hmm. I love more than anything being sensual and nurturing Mm -hmm. and loving. I got a little bit of masculine, but I, you know, didn't realize I had all those triggers from being masculine for so long and also from, like, 
being masculine in my marriage, you know, and all of those things. So mm-hmm. once all of that stepped aside and I finally was by myself, like after all the plant medicine, I, it just like unleashed like mm-hmm. the sacral energy on mm. me, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> gets intense, but your sacral is really where like your sexual energy lies. It's where your emotion lies, like your mm-hmm. creativity, your sensuality. Um, it's harnesses your masculine energy and your feminine energy. So like the whole concept of duality is really formed in like that sacral chakra, which I don't know if a lot of people realize that or have connected it to that. But when you hit the point of duality within yourself or seeing duality in everything, you mm-hmm. are on the right track in your ascension journey and your awakening journey. Yes. That is the first step to really uncovering and unlocking like your DNA essentially. Like, I'm not just the yin, I'm the yang. I'm not just masculine, I'm also feminine. And then it's like balancing and harnessing and learning through that. I'm not just reserved and conservative. I also have this spicy sexual side, you know? There's so many like different, you know, I can be logical, but I can also be nurturing. I can be organized, but I can flow. Mm -hmm. Like when you are able to balance that into one, um, and th- it allows the energy to rise and move. So I'm very, um, clairsentient where I feel things. I hope that's the right clear. Mm-hmm. There's so many that I am not giving you, <laughs> but where I feel things, um, I feel things on my body, how people pass away, um, what's being activated in people like we know like you often deal with your throat Throat. chakra so like whenever i'm around her i'm like it's a little itchy (laughs) (laughs) you know and um even with learning your trauma your pain your triggers helps you to be able to identify what somebody else has gone through through your body Mm -hmm. through your feelings in your body so I have like the spot on my hip and that's like a mother wound because like, you know, me and my mom, we butt heads a lot because we're very similar. So I know based on this spot in my body that you have something with your mom that maybe you fight a lot, that maybe you don't feel comfortable being yourself or being authentic around your mother because mm-hmm. there's like this um, competition type of thing going on. And and learning how to feel into those areas, but also learning how to do that by yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because when you feel into those areas while you're by yourself, you're like, why is this pain here? Like, you allow yourself to breathe into it. What are you trying to show me through this pain? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll even push on the area more. I'm Just like, to get that yeah deeper like that somatic release essentially because that's like what somatic therapy does it's like pushing on like these areas to help release like the tension and the pressure and the trauma that's held in it mm-hmm. um so i'll really like mm, like hone in on it what is this feeling here why is this emotion coming up right now mm-hmm. i'm about to cry mm-hmm. what am i releasing all right let me release this thank you for like the lesson i learned and move forward but that's like learning those points on yourself is how you can be a more effective facilitator for healings. Yeah. And learning to do it for yourself 
And that's the importance of knowing mind, body, soul is so connected. When you feel anything in your body, any pain, it always is connected to an emotion. And mm -hmm. but the thing is, you know, you said it like it, it, it sounds so easy to be like, OK, this hurts. What am I feeling? Let me release it. But that's the part that people don't do More. is the release. They feel it. They're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And then they just like go about their day. And I see that so often around a lot of women that I'm around. And, you know, you only know as much as you're taught or it always takes someone coming in your path to guide you or maybe unfortunately some like a sickness for you to be aware of okay there's some healing that I need to do yeah. so yeah I just I see that so much around me and I'm like listen to your body please because it, she is guiding you she wants you to heal so you can really just like live this life of love and not be in pain mm -hmm. and anger. Yeah, really, we're not supposed to have any disease. Mm -mm. Um, a lot of it is the diet that we have here in America is mm. probably one of the worst diets like you could possibly eat in the world. <laughs> um, yep. And <laughs> also the like medical system. Like, yes, obviously, if your hands falling off please go to the doctor <laughs> you know there are certain yeah. things that we need doctors for but medicine is not one of them medicine we can get from the earth from the ground we mm. don't need chemicals to be pumped into our body unnecessarily or there's even like studies and my personal working with people where you know, you have ADHD, where does that stem from? It stems from the sacral chakra, like that imbalance of like your emotions and like logic and like all of these things. Mm -hmm. like your addictive personality comes from your sacral chakra. So if you're feeling like, like you're very, <laughs> very like, <laughs> can't sit still. You know, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's usually like it correlates with the chakra. So if you start healing or eating these certain foods that help to do that, then you can actually clear and heal. Like I had fibromyalgia for 10 years and through my spiritual journey, I healed my fibromyalgia mm -hmm. because it was, I wasn't in alignment with my life. No. And, and it was a trigger like to show me, Hey, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Let me hurt your body. Yeah. And it's going to get uncomfortable. It's always going to get uncomfortable until you finally are like, okay, but then sometimes it you waited. It's not that you waited too long, but you get to a point where it's like, okay, now you really got to dive deep and be so committed. You can't just be one foot in, one foot out. It, mm -mm. It's not going to work that way. You no. got to be really devoted to yourself. And I think that's why you are where you are because you really, that solitude, which a lot of people are afraid to explore. Yeah. It's, you you got to be committed to that. Like, why are we afraid to be by ourselves? <laughs> like this, we only have us, to be honest, mm -hmm. you know, like that. I hear it so many times. Like, you don't understand, like, how long I've been alone. I'm like, so why are you so scared to be alone? Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you need somebody else mm -hmm. to give you comfort or love? Like, why? Why do we look outside of ourselves for everything? From a very young age, I feel like we're conditioned to to look 
you know, our parents take us to the store and, and we cry if we don't get that toy. And it's like we're just always conditioned that we need things That's around right, us. Yeah. But it's it always comes down to and as a little kid, you don't really know. You can't. Yeah. But we need our parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But, but if our parents don't even know like that they need loving from themselves, how are they going to be able to give love that a child? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where um there's also that point of like looking at your parent for their pain as well, especially when you're he- healing your inner child and you feel like abandoned or like you have codependency relationships because of how your parents' relationships were or mm-hmm. things like that. It, it comes down to like when you're healing the inner child, part of that has to do with like you finding and reclaiming that power back for yourself. And then also realizing that your parents only were doing the best that they know that they could do based mm-hmm. on how they were raised and based on how they, they were taught to parent yeah. and based on their pain and their trauma. So then you have to look at your parent and see them for their pain. And then that's like another emotional <laughs> thing because yeah. you want to help, but you can't. No, because it's, it's their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could just see where like your ancestors, especially if you do ancestor work or deity work, they've, your ancestors were trying to help them too. you know, your ancestors, they were the ones that were supposed to break the chain before you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times and when you are spiritual, like me and you and your parents used to be spiritual at one time Mm -hmm. and then they go off of that path because of life, they pick another direction that's passed down onto us now. So when they see us owning that, when they see us showing up and being authentic and and doing not the normal thing, dropping out of school or like maybe finishing school but not doing the career, (laughs) you know, all of those things, it triggers them because they're like, well, I didn't get to do that. Mm -hmm. Why did, why did, why is that not, you know, it's like an envious like, kind of thing like what do you mean you can do this and be happy and be okay like you don't have money you don't have this like you don't have that like how are you happy Mm -hmm. like I because I love myself like I I, I don't know what to tell you I don't need money like I don't need materials anymore like I'm happy and complete with who I am like I don't feel the need to go back into the corporate world and be this successful boss woman and rise the ladder and a business suit like that's not I don't believe in that anymore Mm -hmm. that's not what my life needs to be anymore I don't need that stress for money no I'd rather be happy and I'd rather do what makes me happy and love what makes me happy so I don't feel like I have to work I don't want to be in like that career for my whole life Mm -hmm. and get to the end of it and be like I'm so miserable yeah, you because know. that was something, because that is a conditioning. My story is, you know, I did that. I did the school thing. I did high school, graduated, went to college. Didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew I had to be in college because that's what else would I be doing? Did college, then figured out a passion of mine, and I continued college um, in L.A., and then did an internship, I was very focused in my career, but I wasn't happy. And I started jumping around while my friends were in 
corporate jobs and like they stayed in their companies for like five years within those five years I was jumping around I did like five different companies and I'm like is there something wrong with me like I really tried to make it work and I really tried to do what I was told I'm supposed to do but I'm like this is not making me happy like I do want a certain life for myself but if it's gonna be at the cost of me being happy then it's not worth it but now that was me at like 24 now being 28 um i still you know there's a life that i want for myself but i'm not going to do the three jobs to to hustle like i'm not a hustle girl i am an ambitious woman but i'm not gonna like lose my eight hours of sleep i've said that before (laughs) And I'm very much in my feminine, too, which you know is flow. Well, like, when you reach a point, in, a certain point in your, like, awakening or in your ascension journey, like, materials, the, they don't matter. No, they At don't. all. So, like, <laughs> I'm literally selling everything in my house right now. Forget <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I want to downsize. I want to move. I don't want to be, like, in this area anymore. Like, yeah. and... And, you know, you even doing that, like your families, like all have opinions and things like that. And they all want to give you jobs near them. And (laughs) like you can move (laughs) back in with us, like you'll whatever. And I'm like, no, guys, like, please trust me. This is the right thing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Like this is spirit led. God led this like, you know, and then they have opinions about that and then you're just like just please (laughs) you trust me right like how how have I been wrong before like Mm -hmm. what have I done like that's been so wrong before that you don't trust that I can do this and I could be okay but it's the conditioning that our parents have of like like this is but this is how it's supposed to be done but it just trust and we are essentially here to teach our parents too like I know that we kind of have similar situation where our moms are kind of just like they see a vision but they only see so far and Mm -hmm. we see further and so we're here to show them expansion yeah like we are here to expand there's way more to life than what you were told or what you think like I want to live in the jungle in Costa Rica (laughs) one day like you know (laughs) we are already doing it we're already there (laughs) yes like and my mom would think that's crazy but hey that's I just see a little bit yeah. further. I tell my grandparents and my family all the time, I was like, you know, I wanted to get away from the country. I don't want to be here. I mm-hmm. wanted the city. And now I'm in the city and I want the country. Like, I want the old life again. Mm-hmm. I want to live on a farm and grow my own trees and, like, curate, like, a curriculum for my children to learn that actually teaches them, like, mm-hmm. real things like real history real how to harness your emotions how Mm -hmm. to harness your feelings like letting them know it's okay to cry to scream like if they have to like Mm -hmm. you know i i want to like not only teach that to like the future generations but to our generations now yeah and that's what like a lot of my work like i do is like empowerment of self which is why i said i don't resonate with healer anymore yeah because i realize like if I'm calling myself a healer and you're coming to me as a healer, then you're coming to me and you're doing this session with me and you're going to say, oh, you like after you 
touch this, then it was gone. Thank you so much. You healed me. Thank you. And I'm like, that just sounds icky. Mm -hmm. That sounds gross to me. Like, I don't want you to think I healed you because I'm really a conduit for your higher self to come in and heal through me. So I've really been stepping away from that mantle. Like, yes, healing happens here. So like my quantum ascension healing is still going to be called that because we're still healing, mm -hmm. but I'm not healing you. I'm just a tool for that healing to happen with yourself. I'm guiding you and I'm showing you what needs to be seen and heard through you. <laughs> it sounds so weird. <laughs> but like you're showing me what you need. You're mm -hmm. telling me what you need. I'm feeling that energy based through myself and connection with you. And we're working together to heal you. Right. Yeah. I'm not doing it for you no. because if you're trying to heal codependency, if you're trying to heal um, whatever ailment or trauma you have, you want to do it on yourself because you don't want to be dependent on mm -hmm. that person that's facilitating for you to continuously heal you. Because when that's they where hermit gone, mode comes in. Yeah. Because then when that person because nothing is forever nothing is permanent we things are constantly changing people are flowing into and out of our lives and um so you're gonna feel empty when that one person that you were codependent on is gone and then you're gonna be back in the place of who am i so yeah it's important yeah. and that was my journey with you like you really guided me you still guide me because we are doing the ascend to your power circle which has been yeah. it has been so such a safe it. place for me to just be me and the girls there like we just connect and we come from different backgrounds different areas and it's just beautiful to connect in that way and thank you for making a space like oh, that thank you <laughs> <laughs> i was very spirit led mm -hmm. for sure because I just kept thinking like about all the what I had to do like how did I heal myself how did I get here with myself damn I didn't really have anybody to tell mm -hmm. me why why light language you know like came through I didn't have anybody helping me or guiding me mm -hmm. really I had mentors you know um for certain things but I outgrew them mm -hmm. and then I was like fuck mm -hmm. like am I really outgrowing these people right now like yeah and it's a really crappy thing when you get to a point and there's nobody else that can help you like you have to help yourself yeah and so what I started that course it was like okay I'm gonna show people that they can do this on their own mm -hmm. I'm gonna hold this space once a week or every two weeks in our six month once a week in the six weeks that I have, but I'm going to hold the space to kind of do the healings to teach you like the little intuitions yeah. and like help with like channeling and stuff like that. Um, and also kind of clear some blocks, like maybe you need assistance from your higher selves, right? Mm -hmm. If you haven't really been meditating that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the coursework really like one week at a time, just going through each chakra system, just going through, what it does mean to have security with yourself, what it does mean to have duality within yourself, what it means to know who you are, mm. who are you in this life? Mm -hmm. Because I talk about, you know, 
um, that hermiting stage from doing plant medicine, ayahuasca, allowed me to connect with myself. I didn't have any other energy around me except for my exes because we were still living together at the time. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody else to tap into my energy. I went through my dark night of the soul solo. I didn't share. I didn't work on anybody. I literally laid in bed and meditated and like cooked myself food and just what did I just experience? Okay, my reality is very distorted right now. I'm okay, but like this is who I am. This is what's happening. Then, you know, we need to get a little guidance, okay? Mm-hmm. Get guidance. I'm doing Reiki. I'm healing through what I saw, what I've went through. I'm 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 working through like kundalini activation processes coming up. I should probably do kundalini. Oh my gosh, I already activated my kundalini in ayahuasca. I didn't know that. Then you go like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. So I'm like healing myself with help when I need it, when it's guided. Mm-hmm. But all that deep internal work came from like writing down questions for myself, answering the questions. Um, uh, what is this feeling? Answering that. Why is this coming up right now? Why am I getting triggered by this right now? Why am I like really depressed after this? Like what's happening? Why yeah. do I not love this person? Why is this person coming in my dreams? Who's that? Yes. What's going on? Okay. And cool. that's being aware, acknowledging and really sitting with that. Yeah. And that questions. Is questions. Never, never be afraid to ask questions and the answers will come to you. Yeah, and that's a lot of what I do with you guys, too. Okay, why do you think that's happening? Mm-hmm. Where, where does that come from? What is that? <laughs> like, and then <laughs> there's no there's no bullshitting with Chelsea. Like, I know. You can, you lying. <laughs> Let's go again. You really got to just, like, be real. And it, But it feels so good to just be real like this. I can't imagine being any other way. Like, I get it. The fake it till you make it with like your emotions but be real with yourself if you're gonna be real with anybody it's gotta be with yourself at least yeah please because no you can't bullshit yourself you really can't absolutely not you can't um i did want you to touch on the divine feminine and divine masculine because that is a duality within us so um and peru they call it pachapata Pachapata. Um, he's more of like the mountains, like the stones, like the rocks. Like he would be divine masculine is the anchor for the feminine. Mm-hmm. So um we all know that like Pachamama is earth, earth energy, but she also has that anchor behind her, that strong, solid man, which would be like the mountains, the mm-hmm. you know, the rugged so that divine masculine being i really see him as the anchor of the boat like and the feminine is like the boat we're guiding them and these Mm. directions and where to go um and we're really making the movement of the divine masculine into more femininity Mm -hmm. because we're showing them that it's okay you know we're showing them hey you can tell me you can open up to me like i care about you i i love you um it's okay to like be fully seen by me Mm -hmm. and that's where the divine feminine should really be leading their relationship and really be holding that down for their masculine because 
it's not so much about like the exterior relationship part, but it's also about the interior relationship with yourself too. Mm-hmm. I resonate a lot with twin flame journey and divine counterpart and like soulmates and all of that. Yes. Like I've had a lot of, I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but with twin flames, there is like toxic culture around that too. Um, it's oversaturated right now. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has a twin flame. Let me be the one to tell you. Please use your discernment with that. Their twin flames are not toxic. They are not abusive. They are not any back and forth horrible situations. Nothing like that. Twin flames, the whole idea of it is like you have one soul that separates into two. Mm-hmm. Because that one soul became so powerful that it could not be contained into one anymore. And that separation breaks it into the unity. Like, the not the unity. Like, when you're one, you're one, you're yes. unity. And then it breaks into du- duality. So, one masculine, one feminine. One is the divine masculine energy. Now, this could work in same-sex couples. This could work anyway. One of you is more masculine than the other. That is where your energy lies. You're meant to be the anchor. Divine feminine also works the same way too. If you're a same-sex couple, whatever, you have one person that really is like the nurturer, the Mm -hmm. lover, the giver, and the other person is going to be more logic, analytical, organization, anchoring, sturdiness, support, grounding, and floaty. Yes. (laughs) Think of it that way. So you also have that within yourself too. So my biggest journey through like this twin flame journey in general is I don't need my divine masculine. Mm -hmm. I love my divine masculine within myself. I love my divine feminine within myself. Mm. I used to think like, oh, my divine masculine's gonna come in and save me. (laughs) It's okay that I'm like, I don't have an apartment right now. I'm gonna meet him at the corner of the grocery (laughs) store and he's just gonna swoop me up and take me away and then we live in an apartment and we're gonna get married. And like, you know, I used to like the save the day energy, right? And maybe you divine masculine males are thinking the same thing when I find my divine feminine she's going to come in she's going to take care of me she's going to love me mother me like all these things that I've been missing but no you have to do that for For yourself first yeah and it's really fucking hard it is it's really hard especially when you've been told like I said before by society and by family like you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to be this way I've battled, battled with my masculine after being triggered by being masculine for so long Mm -hmm. to just allow myself to love that part of me and even my darkest parts of myself. Because when you think about the sacral chakra too, you're talking about your shadow and your light. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times your partner or like is going to mirror to you your darkness. Mm -hmm. It's going to show you and trigger you and, and give you like, all of these things but you have to ask yourself those questions too why so unfortunately there was some footage and audio loss in the making of this there was about eight minutes left um i know it was so good but you know it was too good not to post the episode so i went ahead and gave you the 51 minutes and i hope that there was some wisdom and just you know 
new things that you learned or you felt that resonated with you as you are on this journey of your healing and just living your truth and just really being in your power. So yes, thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you beautiful supporters, beautiful listeners and viewers on the next episode. Thank you.